Welcome to Big Dave's Money and Marriage Podcast, where I want to help you create the life you want to live. I am your host, Big Dave, a husband, dad, pastor, and certified financial coach. We're broadcasting live from Grateful Studios. We're the number one podcast for practical, marital, and financial advice. I hope you're ready because this is the show where your money and your marriage take center stage. All right, welcome back to episode 12. Forgive and forget doesn't work. All marriages struggle with forgiveness. Listen, let's just cut to the chase, okay? Marriage is hard. It is difficult. When you got two totally different people who were raised two totally different ways of life, put them together to live in holy matrimony, guess what? There's going to be some difficulties. Even Jesus promises this in John 16, 33. He says, in this life, you will have trouble. You will have difficulty. He says, but take heart. In other words, just hold on, hold fast. He says, I've already overcome the world. So listen, if you're married, you know the struggle is real. All right, so number 12, forgive and forget doesn't work. All right, guys, y'all hold on. We'll be right back. So every couple is going to deal with some problems in their marriage. So I want to encourage you to stop comparing your life with everybody else's life on social media. It's just their highlight reel. They're not as happy as they appear to be. I promise you, everybody struggles in their marriage. There's no such thing as a perfect marriage. So guys, in today's episode, listen, we're going to tackle this myth of forgive and forget. I'm going to tell you why it doesn't work. So listen, every couple has been down the road of hurt pain, backstabbing, mean comments, rude behavior, dishonesty, arguments, sin, you name it, okay? Everyone, we're all on the same page with this. We're all equal. No married couple is exempt. So what do we do when we face the pain, the hurt, the hangups, the bad habits, the arguments, the dishonesty, the sin? What do we do when we face that? Well, let's talk about forgiveness, okay? I'll tell you this old myth of forgive and forget Yeah, that ain't happening. That is definitely a myth. If you've been hurt, you know you'll never forget. If you've been backstabbed, if you've been in a major dishonest situation, you're never going to forget. You'll always remember where you were when it happened. You'll always remember how hurtful it was, those words that were said. You'll always remember the pain that you felt. Why? Because it was real. It was absolutely real. So today I want to encourage you to change the phrase. Okay, you listening? Change the phrase. It's not forgive and forget, but instead... You ready for this? Forgive and forsake. Did you hear me? Are you listening? Forgive and forsake. These are two totally different ways to deal with hurt and forgiveness. So here's how we need to deal with forgiveness. Number one, we need to forgive because God first forgave us. Plain and simple, cutting to the chase, intermarriage, you have got to learn to forgive. Why? Because God first forgave us. Ephesians 4.32 says, be kind and be compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Guys, we have got to learn to forgive. It is a commandment. We have got to do that. You have got to, not because of what someone else did, but because of what Jesus did. Okay. And there's no arguing about that. If you don't forgive, guys, you will grow angry, you will grow calloused, you will grow bitter, and guys, you do not want bitterness to rule your life, okay? Bitterness is like a cancer that will rot the inside of your marriage, it will rot the inside of your bones, it will destroy your peace, it will destroy your joy. I heard someone say this one time and I loved it, not forgiving somebody is like you drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Did you hear me? 
It, I, when I heard that, I've never forgotten that. Not forgiving someone is like you drinking the poison and hoping the other person dies. Guys, that's pretty direct, but it's so true. You have to forgive because God, through Christ, has forgiven you. You have got to extend that to other people. So that's number one. Number two, we have to forsake it because we'll never forget it. We have to just forsake it because we will never forget it. Forsaking it doesn't mean that you don't remember. It just means you choose not to bring it up anymore. Okay, forsaking it doesn't mean that you don't recall what happened. It just means that you choose to leave the past in the past. Okay, Hebrews 8.12 says, For I will forgive their wickedness, and I will remember their sins no more. That's what Hebrews 8.12 says. God says that. Micah 7.19 says, You will again show us compassion and wash away our guilt. You will cast all of our sins into the depths of the sea. Psalm 103.12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far as has he removed our transgressions from us. Listen, God is all-knowing. Have you forgotten that? God is all-knowing. God does not suffer from short-term memory loss when the Bible says he remembers our sins no more. Okay, he simply chooses to not bring them up again. Once he has forgiven us, it's over and it's done. We should see the hurt that our spouse has caused us the exact same way. Once we forgive, we forsake it. We leave the past in the past and we move on. Guys, life is too short to be arguing about the same thing over and over anyways. Come on, guys. James 4 says our life is but a mist. It's but a vapor. It's here for a moment and then boom, it vanishes. So guys, we have got to forgive and forsake. We've got to leave the past in the past. Don't bring it up anymore and just choose not to bring it up. Not because we forgot about it, because we're mature enough and we're wise enough to know God has done the same thing to me and I'm going to apply that same grace to my spouse. Number three, we have got to learn from the pain and give the pain a purpose, okay? We have got to grow through what we go through, in other words, okay? We have got to learn from the pain and give the pain a purpose. Guys, don't let the hard times you go through not teach you something, Okay, it's a waste of time if you're going through a difficult moment and you're just focused on the difficulty, you're focused, man, I hope I get through this, I hope I can get out of this, and blah, blah, and the whole time you're thinking negative. When something negative happens to you in your life, think on the positive side. Okay, I'm going to grow through what I go through. If I'm going through something, God is going to teach me something. I'm going to have some valuable tools, some valuable resources, some valuable go-to lessons in my future because of what I'm going through right now in the present, okay? We're all going to go through hard times. We know it's coming. We have must be prepared to learn something. So number three was we have to learn from the pain and give the pain a purpose, okay? Don't let the hard times that you go through not teach you something. More people learn from mistakes than wins anyway, Okay, you're always going to learn more stuff from, from the times that you lost than the times that you won. More people learn from failure than success. I mean, it's just it's evident in our life. Look at successful people. They all learn from their failures. They all did. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Oprah Winfrey. I mean, just the list just goes on and on. Michael Jordan, Steven Spielberg, Dave Ramsey, the people that failed, that fa- fell flat on their face and messed up in their, in their life and their finances, and then they rose from the ashes. They'll, they'll tell you they learned more from the failures than they did from the wins. Steve Jobs, for crying out 
out loud. So we've got to learn this, guys, and make up in our mind that when we go through the pain in our marriage, we're going to give the pain, we're going to give the hurt, we're going to give it a purpose, okay? Whatever it was, we're going to take that pain and give it a lesson, give it a purpose so that we learn something. Um, how can I edit the situation next time? How do I need to readjust my lifestyle so maybe this doesn't happen again? Um, maybe how do I need to tweak some things in my communication so that we don't experience the same argument again? And experience the same pain again. So that's the basically in the nutshell, guys. So um, so listen, I hope today, I know it was short, sweet, and simple, but I hope it was helpful that we must not just forgive and forget because that's dumb. Uh, we got to forgive and forsake. And there's a huge, huge, huge difference in that. So fellows, just let me encourage you as you exit today, listening, Ephesians 5, 25, it says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Ladies, I want to encourage you as you exit today. Ephesians 5.22, wives, submit yourself to your own husband as you do unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the home, just as Christ is the head of the church. Listen, if you just apply these two simple biblical principles, listen, I promise you, I'm not going to promise you that, that things are going to be all sunshine and rainbows, but I promise you that you will succeed you will. It's going to take some hard work. It always will. But fellas, it all starts with you. Fellas, listen to me. It all starts with you loving your wife first. I'm preaching to the choir here, talking to myself. Okay. What once they once they feel that love, listen to me, fellas. Once your wife feels that love, their natural God-given instinct is to submit. That's that's how they were wired, and that's how God made them. That's what every woman wants. They want that love and affection from us, guys, and, and that, that 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 warmth from us, that that emotional connection with us, that love from us, and that's simply what every man wants is respect. They just want that submission. They want the respect and the honor. So listen, guys, it's all on you. You extend that love first. Love them well. Ladies, natural response that God has wired them is to honor and to respect their husband as head of the home. And, and listen, I love the the illustration that God gave us in Genesis because God took a rib bone from, from Adam. He didn't, take a, he didn't take an ankle bone to indicate that, that man was just going to walk all over his wife like a doormat. He didn't take a neck bone or a shoulder bone to indicate that she is equal to man in the sense of leadership in the home. No, no. He, God took a rib bone, okay, that, that, that's under his covering. So man is to cover his wife, wrap his arm around his wife, and, and to indicate that he is there to protect her, to provide for her, to lead her, and to guide her. So I just love that illustration. So, hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that it was helpful for you and your spouse. So, hey, shoot me an email. If you got any questions, you got uh, any comments, you got anything going on, that you got a podcast episode um, that you want me to talk about, shoot me an email, coachmymoney at gmail.com. Hey, don't forget to find us on social media, Big Dave's Money and Marriage Podcast on our Facebook page, or you can find me on Instagram at, at Big Dave Money Coach. So, hey, click like. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope y'all have an awesome, awesome day. God bless. Money Marriage Podcast. This is where you get advice. I can make your marriage nice. I can get your money right. Money Marriage Podcast. I can help you some, coach my money at gmail.com.